How I get here. How did I get here, podcast? How the fuck did I get here? Right? <laughs> <laughs> How did I get here? How did I get here? How did I get here? Podcast. How did I get here? How did I get here? How did I get here? Podcast. Bam. Hey family, welcome back to How to Get Here Podcast. I'm your co-host, Rai. Uh, your host, Jacob. And we're happy to have you back. Today we have No Boys Allowed podcast, also known as MBA. Ladies, would you like to introduce yourselves? I'm Taryn. Mani. And I'm Dee. And we're so happy to have you guys here yes, for our Mother's you. Day special. Is there anything you'd like to share about your podcast and what makes it unique? Yeah, Dee. Dee the... <laughs> <laughs> your girl. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think what makes our podcast unique is that we're three different personalities. But we blend very well together. Um, we have three great and unique different points of views. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like our podcast is very unique. Um, what do you want to add, T-Raw? Oh, it's not the weekend. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I definitely agree. I think that we have three different background stories. I think that we kind of think of the same situations from different perspectives, which kind of brings a lot of value. And we have like three different audience bases. Right. That yeah. we also bring together, which is very good. And it's been like super supportive and beneficial for us to have. Right. To this point. I agree. Yeah. So we thought you were perfect for this episode. We're going to be exploring motherhood and everyone's experience. And I'd like to start with Dee. Okay. About her experience with motherhood, whether that entails your relationship with your own mother or your experience with motherhood yourself, so. Um, well, I'll start with the re- my relationship with my own mother. Um, so my mother, which everybody that does know me knows, my mom was incarcerated for a really long time in the early stages of my life. And then once she did come back home, I feel like we definitely were at a rocky start just because we had to get to know each other, you know, two strangers, even though I was a part of her body, I was her baby and stuff like that. It's like I was raised by somebody else, so it's kind of like, like all right now I have to relearn my daughter all over again um so we had a few bumps in the road but I will say becoming a mother made me and my mother's relationship like uh, better than ever becoming a mother was probably the best thing that happened to me and my mother's relationship because we haven't fallen out since so like before me my mom would go months years without speaking ever since I gave birth to my son we have not fallen out of whack so, so what was that like though like as a kid because i feel like everybody just wants to be loved by their mom you know what i mean so did you have like any sort of like animosity towards her or like feelings like resentment an- resentment yeah i guess that's a, a better word i i would say like a little bit of resentment but i mm-hmm. understood why she went to prison like right. she was very honest with me okay and it had nothing to do with me or you know stupid mistakes but at the same time it was more so like my mom was defending herself really Mm. these girls like tried to jump her or they did actually jump her and she kind of went for the one i'm gonna get each of y'all back one-on-one type of thing and then yeah just kind of like escalated Mm. um and unfortunately the the woman died years later but she stabbed the woman so Mm -hmm. she was like in critical condition and stuff gotcha um but i think i had more so resentment because My mom had a baby when she... So I was born in Florida. Mm. And my mom came back to Connecticut, was pregnant. And it was kind of like, okay, well, you're already having another baby. So you don't really need me. Like, once I got probably about, like, 10, I was just like, yeah, she has my baby sister. She doesn't need me. Mm -hmm. I could go back home to, like, my mom, who was, like, my aunt at the time. Right. So I kind of had to learn to really balance both of those relationships because I have the person who raised me. And then I have the person who was actually my mom. And I felt like... They, it was kind of like I'm in the middle like tug of war and it was kind of like if I was over here too much oh you like her more than me and then it was kind of mm. like if I was here too much and it was just like oh but I'm your real mom right so and that's it was a just, lot for a kid to handle process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah even an adult though because in the delivery room drama because <laughs> I was having my son and my aunt felt like I need to be here I'm your other yeah. mom and then my mom was like no I'm her mom I'm here like right. I don't know what y'all gonna do so my mom, my aunt is still like very hurt because I don't have any other kids. Mm-hmm. But I'm like my second child. Like you gotta understand, she gonna be here because yeah. right. she deserves that too, that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was. 
And I want to stick a pin right there after your motherhood, your mother-child relationship. And I want to see what everyone else's experience is on that. And then we'll get back to you about your actual motherhood experience. So, relationships with mothers, does anyone want to share? Um, I can. My mom's my real dog, dog. (laughs) She a real one. She ride out anytime I need her to. And my mom has been there since day one, like, even in follows with my father. Like, she's been my mother and my father figure. Um, But I do see that, like, she's gone through a lot of adversity. So it's like I'm the product of a teen mother, right? And so there are a lot of things that I've done in my life to kind of set it up so, like, I don't have to live the same life she did. She, like, walks so I can run. So it's just, like, there's a lot of weight on my back. I'm the oldest female on my mom's and my dad's side. So it's just a lot that I carry on my back with that. But a lot of things I do is just to make her proud. So, Mm. yeah. Tara's mom is a real one. I do she have to say that. <laughs> I, I love her energy. She's, She's the bomb. Shout her out real quick. Shout her out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real T. Ross. I don't know why right. they call me that. UTJ. Tara's mom, come on the show. Come on the show. Who asked you to come on the show today? Who? Someone commented that had your last name. Oh, my God. My dad. My dad. Yeah. My dad wanted to come. I'm like, Wait, what? Come to record a podcast, and my dad like me absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you put no. Period. <laughs> I like asked the other day because I'm moving. I'm like, oh, can you guys give me a list of supplies? I'm being serious on Facebook at this point, right? Oh, can you guys give me a list of supplies I need for my new house? Blah blah blah. And my dad's like us. I'm like, okay, <laughs> right? You forget us. Like, the most important is essential. Stay here. Okay. <laughs> Mine's gonna be short. Um. My mom faced a lot of adversity that I respect her for it and I love her for it, but I want to be better than that. Doesn't mean that I don't cherish her because I do, and I always will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have a song. Did you cue it up? Yeah, I got it. You got it queued yeah, up? Yeah, I got Play it. Play that like irony one that 15. our moms, our moms are related. Mm-hmm. Like they just found out. Three. We just found out last you week. You too. But like very oh, wow. closely related. Very closely. Like very second closely. cousins or something like that. Yeah. So then this was just meant to be then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> how, And they didn't even know each other. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. How long have y'all known each other like? Since we started the podcast. Really? I introduced them. I've known Amani since we were like maybe 10 word yeah she like used to date my brother when when we were like 10 <laughs> I, I love how you did the air quote like <laughs> kind of dated my brother <laughs> so yeah it was just like oh that's my brother little girlfriend like i would answer the phone oh Amani's on the phone so word. that's how i met her there's no yeah. coincidences that's crazy. Like, at, at all um but we stole this from the um men are trash podcast mm-hmm. so they do a thing where they play like a song okay and Whatever you guys think, whatever feelings, whatever emotions come, memories, memories anything yeah. you recollect from um, hearing this song, and everyone, I think all of us know this song when we hear it. Okay, so, so. we just gonna play like a snippet of it and then talk about it and then go from there. vivid memory that you think actually means the most to you when you hear that song. Well, honestly, when I first heard this song, I thought of, like, a whole bunch of, like, black movies, right? It's right. a very, like, mm-hmm. black family dynamic, and it's, like, super positive um, and things like that. But, like, even, like, the little things my mom used to do for me, like, when I was in college, I made some very irresponsible financial decisions. Like, I remember one day my car got repo and I lied to her. <laughs> and she's like, first of all, I'll do is get a repo because they said the letters in the house 60 days ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. But, like, just stuff like that. Like, no matter how stupid I've ever been, like, mm-hmm. in any decision I face, whether it be relationships, financially, like, just being a kid, my mom has always been like, if you tell me the truth, I'm going to get you up out of it. Yeah. And that's how she That's, love. that's, that's amazing. Love. Yeah. Anyone else have... Um, I agree. When I first heard the song, I definitely think about a lot of um black movies. Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> or or um I think of like um is it Last Man? What is that? Oh, Holiday um The like, Best Man. That's dead. Yeah, I The Best that. Man. Yeah. Um and I think about uh my grandmother. Mm. I automatically think about my grandmother 
when it comes to that song. Nobody else. Or like times where I used to put my son to sleep to that song. Well, I was one of the songs. I, would play, I had a playlist. Right. So, oh, that's yeah. precious. I got, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you. No, 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 I was actually done. Two, two things. Um, whenever I hear a song that like refers to like a mom or whatever, I always think about when I got in trouble as a kid mm-hmm. and I'll storm off, ah, ma, I hate you. And then I'll go to the room and cry for like 10 minutes. Like, damn, I just told her I hate her. And then play like a, a song like that. You know what I mean? To get all like soft and gushy and stuff. Yeah. So that's like the, the thought that comes to head to my mind for me. You want to hit on before I move to the... I'm more of a dear mama from Tupac. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thug side. Before, before we move on, I do want to say that something that's like a staple in the black community is the matriarch. So a lot of times, you know, I don't want to be stereotypical, but it's very common that the men are not necessarily the head of the household or the head of the family. We look to a grandmother or a great-grandmother as someone who's the glue of the family. So I just thought it was so funny that you said the black movies because it's like that's at the core of who we are. The mothers are, like, usually the strongest. Mm -hmm. Right. I definitely agree. I think both of you guys kind of alluded to something that made me think about grandmothers. You know what I mean? Um... I lost my grand one of my grandmothers. It'll be two years ago, two years in August. Okay. Um, but like you just said, we all kind of look to our grandparents as that rock. You know what I mean? So can you guys speak to maybe what grandmothers mean to you guys? Anybody could. She's <laughs> smiling. <laughs> she <got laughs> like she don't hold back. It's money all the time. Um, my grandmother is super nurturing. I wish I was half as nurturing as her. She's just, she don't care. You could say whatever, and she'd be like, "I still love you." She, right. she will, she will, like, she will. She won't really beat me. Actually, she's never beat me. But I've watched her beat my aunts and uncles, and then turn around and just be like, "I still love y'all. Like y'all still my kids, but <laughs> yeah. you should never did that." And right. it's like, yeah. I, I definitely want to be like that. Like. I like to, whenever I do catch myself being too hard on my son, I go, like, I feel really bad about it, and I'll be like, I want to be like my grandmother, like, mm. you know, so after I do kind of, like, discipline him, I'll talk to him and be like, this is what you did wrong, like, I just want you to understand, not that I'm just, like, beating you and then not talking right. about it afterwards, or I'm scolding you and not talking about it afterwards, so. Yeah, yeah. I think my grandma and my mom, same thing, like, that's my real dog, but my grandmother is, like, a younger version of my mother. So it's crazy. My grandma has like blonde hair. She's like <laughs> shortcut, blonde hair, got a nose ring. Oh, mm-hmm. do we have the same grandmother? <laughs> so my grandma is like younger than my mom. My, my mom will go to the club and see my grandma. Like, that's, how <laughs> that's how it is. But um, she's like, I was everybody's baby because my mom's the oldest. So I'm the oldest granddaughter too. And she just always mm. been there for me. Like I called her on my birthday like, can you give me a cake? Mm. It was done in like two hours. Come get it. She'll like literally put food aside for me all the time, mm-hmm. and I'll be going to bingo with her now. So, right. I've been waiting for this moment, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's it's funny because like I remember my mom used to send us to Puerto Rico every summer to go spend like spend time with my grandparents. I think she was just trying to get rid of us. Um, <laughs> but it was like me, my brother, and sister. And I remember as kids, we would like terrorize my grandparents. But then now that you're older, you kind of appreciate that relationship that you had that maybe as a kid, like, wasn't so transparent there, you know? Um, and I, you kind of hit on point. You're going to bingo with your grandmother and stuff like that. So how do you guys, like, build that relationship with your mother? What What's it a healthy relationship? Because not everybody has, like you were saying, has a healthy relationship with their mom. So how does that, like, how do you build that strong relationship? A lot of forgiveness, I will say. Mm. Um, even without being told, I'm sorry. Because mm. um, I think that because I was raised by someone else, my mom does, is not, doesn't really do well with communicating, but I think that has a lot to do with her relationship with her mother. So it's like those generational curses versus me kind of being raised by my dad's sister, who I was raised up in church. My mom didn't, didn't go to church a day mm. in her life. I was raised up in church. So it's kind of like commu- the communication is just, totally different the approaches are very different um and just being like you know what like for me i would say i got my own kid now so i I'm, i've started my own family so right. it's just like i'm just gonna move we're just gonna move past it and you know just don't disrespect me don't cross boundaries don't tell me what to do with my kid this is just what it is so it's kind of like i set i put my foot down and just respect me and i'll respect you and then it, it's just been fine ever since Word. yeah no i think 
to your point, like the forgiveness without even like being able to actually physically speak to someone and say that, mm -hmm. it hits for me because my grandmother on my father's side and on my mother's side, polar opposite people. But my grandma on my dad's side, I lost in ninth grade, like my mm -hmm. freshman year of high school. And I remember her, but it was like, they weren't too fond of memories. Like she wasn't too nice of a lady, but I loved her, right? right. Like, um, but she grew up in like an era where I think like either her parents or grandparents were slaves. Like they all my family from my dad's side are from the South South. So I understand as an adult, but as a kid, I'm like, I don't wanna go to her house cause she's mean. But being like having that loss is like, it makes me cherish the grandmother that I have now even more because it's like, as an adult, I can understand some of the actions that you took when I was a kid, and now I'm in a position to kind of have those conversations with you. Because right. I can't talk to my other grandma as like loosely as I can with my grandma that's here. Right. Um, I just want to have set boundaries, which I'm not there yet. Like, I'm trying to do that so that we can be better, but it's not easy. Um, and I didn't grow up with her the way she thinks I did. Mm. So Your mom or grandma? My mom. Okay. Yeah. So, well, no, both of them, actually, because my grandmother is very intrusive. They both are. Okay. Um, and so they just, you know, I think they're like, she grown, but she not grown. No, I'm grown, grown. Yeah. Mm. All my beers are mine. All my bills are mine grown. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so you want to be respected as a grown woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to hit? I don't know how gritty we get today. How gritty we get today? <laughs> hey, go we on, sis. Sis, yeah. Like. I was just saying um, to someone, and my dad always says this. Um, my grandfather always said this. Um, Once a man, twice a child. That's the saying. So, you live as a child twice. You're a child, then you become a man or a woman. Yeah. And then once again, you're a child. Absolutely. Um. And we've seen it time and time again in so many different scenarios, even as far as being a caretaker. But my parents are able-bodied, but I feel like I'm raising them now after they raised me. Mm -hmm. So I think if I learn to look at it through that lens instead of looking at it through like, yo, they're mad annoying, like, yo, I'm so sick of this, but look at them as kids that I'm nurturing the way they nurtured me or mm -hmm. tried their best to, it's so much easier to tolerate them. Okay. <laughs> I'll say tolerate <laughs> because that's what it is, especially like my mom because... Yeah, now that she's getting older, a lot of her ways are showing more, especially because now I know what healthy stuff looks like. Okay. Um, but I love her the same. But as I said, I look at it as if I'm raising a child. Mm -hmm. so. so what does healthy look like? From your point of view, because a mom's point of view might be different from mm -hmm. the, the child's, and also you're an adult. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, what does healthy, from your point or y'all's point of view? Healthy is all about emotions and healing for me. Because I think someone spoke earlier about forgiveness and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to heal independent of what somebody else is doing and not expect someone to necessarily help you with your process for healing. You got to be able to mm -hmm. heal independently. And then no matter what they're doing, it'll be okay because you're at a place where you're okay internally. I right. so a thousand percent agree with that. I think that was, yeah, pretty much how I said you got to be able to forgive them without and mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just because I'm just... In, in so much of a better place, I don't even need your I'm sorry. I'm good. Like, I'm great. No, <laughs> God is doing good okay. things for me. So right. it's just like, we cool. <laughs> yes. Because God got me. Like, it ended up working out how it was supposed to be. So this is, I'm fine. So there's no, no, there's no hard feelings on nothing. And I want the best for you. Make sure you have the best because I'm going to be good. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like that. And that's, that's healthy. That's yeah. healthy. That's being healed. That's yeah. being healthy. So that I think that's ideal. Word. Where you don't have any harsh feelings, regardless of what's said or done. Mm -hmm. I can give you guys two different perspectives. So I have two. Um, I have two older brothers. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'm the oldest girl. And to my brothers, like growing up, my mom, my mom got three masters with five kids. So like wow. we were always at auntie's house, like, or my mom was always at work trying to provide and just make a better life for us. Um, in my in my brothers' eyes, they're like oh, well, mom was never home to make us meals every night. And we had to do this, that, and the third. Like, we were always at auntie's house. And in my head, I'm like, first of all, some people don't have anything to eat. So the fact that you're mm -hmm. complaining about, oh, we had to eat noodles this night, or we had to do this, that, and the third is, like, very selfish, especially understanding the circumstance that my mom was under. Like, um, but that's just to give you, like, my brothers aren't healed yet, but they're on their way, right? I'm fully, like, I'm fully aware um, self-healed and things like that and I'm just looking at it like the glass was always half full because there's not a time where you couldn't call her and she wouldn't drop everything and come see us. Word. So yeah. 
And a mom with three masters. Listen, I brag about it. Right. right. <laughs> with, with five kids. Big flex. Right. <laughs> I, <ain't one. laughs> I literally just finished with no kids. And I'm like, I'm breathless. Right. Like, right. Like, <laughs> 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 Is this strip club? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so. Seriously. But yeah. I also think that's a that's a beauty for all of our motherhood journeys with our mothers being mothers, um, just the ability to heal and identify that we need to heal. I feel, and I'm always biased towards women, that mm-hmm. women just have this power about them to love even through pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even when we're not feeling completely healed or we're feeling like we need to help nurture this person while they're healing, we still self-repair mm-hmm. and still love selflessly. Yeah. Regardless of what the adversity was, so you see that I a lot appreciate relationships. That. Like, yeah, even in relationships, relationships. and yeah. it's just like you cannot heal somebody who's not ready to be helped. Like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. but women are always like I see a lot of situations where women are like that in relationships to the point where they'll stay, right? Unhappy. The situation really isn't conducive for me, but I feel like I'm helping somebody else. So they just have that spirit about them. And yeah. I want to piggyback on that a little bit because I feel like men expect certain things of women because oh you're the mother of my child or you're my woman and we gonna go through things okay cool but how much are you gonna put me through it before you before you start to think like damn if she go i respect it versus Mm -hmm. like men expect things of women that they know they wouldn't even second they wouldn't even give it a second thought Mm -hmm. they would not stay in the same situation that they put us in Mm -hmm. and it's crazy or even just like family members you know what i'm saying you do a family member a, a favor let them borrow money put something in your name and it's like, you won't even put this in your own name. Why am I doing this for you? But we do it anyway. Not even right. as women, but just as just being a family member or whatever. And then they turn around and do something that tarnishes your reputation. And it's just like, why me? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy how people will do things to you and then turn around and be like, you know, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't put that in my name. But you would ask that of me. You mm-hmm. ask things of, of people that you wouldn't think to do yourself. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. How would you speak to your motherhood journey? Um, about it? Yeah, what's defined it? Um, being my son's safe place. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have a safe, I didn't feel like I had a safe place. So now that somebody depends on me, like, I realized that, like, even there was a time, like, he had fallen off his scooter or something. It wasn't, it was the summer of 2017. He hit, like, he hit his face really hard. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Mommy, Mommy, I want my mom. And I was just like, looking for him because we were at like a cookout so i'm like i hear my kids cry i just can't see him right and then he like we're running for each other and we finally like get to each other and i'm like (laughs) holding his like holding his face and he's like holding me tight and i'm like like he like you know he's looking for me in his time of distress and that's when i knew right then and there like like you know they're babies they only want you they reach for you they need you because we have to breastfeed stuff like that but even in still in this moment or in his darkest moments or even when he cries and stuff like that he's looking for me yeah right. so i'm his safe place Word. wow that's beautiful better have concealer dripping <laughs> <laughs> anyone else want to share towards the motherhood piece even if it's heavy we can get into it, yeah, I, can we, we, into it. I can help you into it you know? I, I, we could cry real quick take a little break <laughs> um would it help if I shared and broke the yeah, ice? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of it from different dynamics. <laughs> you go ahead. Okay, so I've been of the opinion, and obviously that's up for debate or any counter against what I'm saying, that um, everybody has a motherhood journey through their relationship with their mother and then them being a mother to someone else in whatever capacity, whether it be a mother figure, whether it be your sibling that you're raising, whether it be a lost child that you lost, whether it's yearning to be a mother whether it be a miscarriage, an abortion, that always sits within you, especially as a woman, that motherhood piece. It's just a part of who you are innately because we were made to procreate. Um, so when I say motherhood journey, it's not necessarily, hey, I have a kid at home right now. There can be various different, different ways mm-hmm. that you can be a mother and a mother to someone or hold the heart of a mother. I think I'm that to all my siblings every single last one because I'm the only one that knows what it's like to live with the oldest two and the youngest two yeah I'll go to war for anything that came out of my mom honestly and truly mm-hmm. and my brother my older brothers and us we don't even have the same dad but those are my brothers like you can't tell me anything um I just think 
that I've carried a lot of responsibility and that's why it's taken me so long. Like I moved back home in 2017. I think that's why it's taken me so long to move, to be like, I need to separate. I need to grow. Like they'll be all right. Because it's like my little brother calls me, can you give me a four for four? Or my sister calls me like somebody on the internet is going off. I'm like, I'm there with whatever. Like I'm either or you want me to be Uber Eats or you want me to pull up. Rocky Balboa. I'm pull up with the Uber Eats. Um, but yeah, I think that's my journey. I just, I don't mind doing anything for them. Anything they need of me, they can ask me for. And I like that in older, like in old age, like my brothers that are 33 and 30 call me. I'm 25, like, yo, I cannot figure this out. Can you help me? And mm-hmm. I just like walk them through like some really emotional and some really deep situations. And it makes me feel good. Because right. like, y'all are looking at me and I'm like 10 years younger than y'all. But I, I look like I got it all set. So I'm going to carry that for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, God forbid, if anything ever happens to my mom, I would be that for them. So I try to be that while she's still here so that they know, like, somebody got them. Mm. Well, by show of hands, who thinks of themselves, considers themselves a mother in the room? Unsure? You don't know? <laughs> it's okay if you're unsure. We can explore that <laughs> and discuss the feelings behind that if you want, if you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. No? Oh, I'm Amir's mother. <laughs> that's my brother. That's that's my son. Yeah. <laughs> How old is he? Twenty one. Hey, you smirking, but ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, at at twenty one, I remember. Well, seventeen, my mom dropped me off at college. I went to school in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They said she cried the whole seven hours back. And then even then, I spoke to my dad every day because you know, sports wise, I was a lot closer to him. Mm-hmm. But I made sure to call my mom every other day. You know what I mean? At 21. So now my mom lives in Puerto Rico. I call my mom every other day. You know what I mean? Even if it's like a quick 10 minutes. I'm 27 now. So you're saying like 21, like mm-hmm. your mom always going to be your mom whether you 7, 14, 21, 51. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like moms is moms, period. Right. Yeah, because I called her like my first time having to go grocery shopping in college. Why is this detergent? Mm-hmm. $15. Like, <laughs> like, crap. I'm like, is it too expensive? Should I go to Walmart? Like what's going on? And she's like, no, it's here. Like that's it. Like. Yeah, That's I had it. to call my mom the first time I um I fried chicken because I was like I <laughs> I had my I I'd have lied and told my little my little high school boyfriend that I could cook. <laughs> it's bleeding. It's bleeding. It has blood on it. I, I don't like meat like that. So like I don't like meat like that. So I was just like, mm, it's bleeding. I don't want to eat it. Is it gonna bleed when I bite into it? And she's like, girl, you gotta flip it. That's just what's, I'm like, so where's the blood going to go? She's like, it's going to go in the grease. Like, oh, my God, what if it's bleeding when he, when he bites it? Like, I was freaking out. And she was like, girl, you should have watched YouTube before. <laughs> so, but it, the chicken came out banging. But I was just like, I don't want to eat nothing that bleeds. Word. And my mom was like, you're over the top. And, and I think, Sarai, you kind of just gave me a, a point that some of you guys are mothers when you're not actually – does that bring on like a I don't want to say burden or responsibility that maybe you didn't ask for like how do you feel when you have to take on this role that you ain't really asked for I get anxiety always wondering if he's safe Mm. and I don't like that because if something happens to him what the fuck do I do right who am I that's my only where do we go what am I going to be who am I going to be so you're saying it's part of your identity now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point that I, I've been trying to make is that it's an identity thing. So if you identify with that, then you just do, you know? Yeah. It's a feeling, something that's in your heart. It's not necessarily something that they can give you a social status for. Okay, so I have a story um, just to, like, the responsibility piece. Um, last year for my birthday, I went to New Orleans, and I got my palm read. And it was a very, very scary experience. Never met this lady before in my life. But she was saying things to me that I've said to myself. So I was like, I know, though, she knows what the fuck she's talking about. This is crazy. Um, but one thing that she did say to me also was just, like, I carry a lot of responsibility that because people depend on me. Um, and it's not really something I ask for. But, I'm, I'm like I mentioned earlier, like, I'm so worried about what's going to happen to people if I just decide to pick up and go. Um, that a lot of times I haven't picked up and gone when I got the opportunity to. So... I just thought that fit in there because that brought me back to that time. It was very scary. So do you think, and I'm speaking more like on a personal standpoint because like 
I basically left for college and was gone for nine years. You know what I mean? So I missed like a lot of the stuff. Like my mom went through a divorce at that time. I missed graduations, this, that, and the third. So do you feel like maybe as a child or as a parent, like being selfish, where does that come into play? Um, my mom's only on selfish all the time because I'm, I'm around everybody, but I still do things for me. Like, Is that a bad thing? I don't think so. I think that it comes with not really having the responsibility of like having a child at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when I was by myself, I just had to take care of myself. So I don't really know what it's like to take care of someone else. And that's not my fault. It's right. just that I haven't had those experiences yet. So she's very open and honest about things like that. Like I'll go to Wilson's and get a small pizza, just five people in the house. Well, you have to understand that if I was in Maryland and I was hungry, it was just a personal pizza. So stuff like I don't know right. that I do inadvertently, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think I haven't had the experience yet. Mm-hmm. I believe this is your time to be selfish. You don't have any kids. This is your time to be selfish. You need to be selfish. Yeah. Take all the time that you get because once you do <laughs> pop that baby out, there is no selfish. No, and, and the switch kind of just turns on. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Once you like, damn, I'm pregnant, and then you start feeling the kicks, like, whoa, I'm pregnant. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. But you don't even think about it like that. Like once you do have kids, it's kind of like, oh hey, I'm about to come over. I'm with so and so. Should I bring anything? Or nine times out of ten, if you was the mom that I was, you already had snacks and extra bubbles and stuff in your purse. Or just like, oh yeah, I ordered all, us all a pizza before I got there. Right, so, right. It's kind of like you just it's second nature to really mm-hmm. just kind of like have things set up before you get to wherever you're going. Right. The weight of motherhood, weight not W-A-I-T, the weight meaning carrying motherhood. Um, and I just wanted to add to this conversation that there are grieving mothers and that um, that type of motherhood is very complex because it's not like it's tangible. It's not like you can say, hey, here's the child right here that I'm grieving, but sometimes we have losses um, that a lot of people don't comprehend the pain because they don't associate it with motherhood. They just associate it with life or a medical Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So me personally, I'll speak to that. Um, I did miscarry a child um, due to an abusive relationship that I was in. And I've always kind of felt that void there as if I had something in my reach, but then it got snatched from me. So it's like, you're a mother, but not really a mother. You can claim motherhood sometimes, but you can't at the same time. So um, I just wanted to speak to that that level of grief that's a part of my journey as a mother and being hopeful to be a mother when the time is right. So, No, I definitely think that you're a mom, right? <laughs> I, don't, I, I hate when people are like, oh, well, she, my, I, 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 I called somebody on Sunday. It was like, happy Mother's Day. I was going to call her other friend that's pregnant and tell her the same thing. And she's like, oh, well, she didn't have a baby yet. She's eight and a half months pregnant. but she's a mom you know like she's made decisions thus far as a mother like and even if like god forbid things don't go right in her delivery she's still a mom so my only thing with that is just like anybody who's ever miscarried had a stillborn or gone through anything like if your child's three or four and passes away like you're a mom that doesn't take it away Mm -hmm. because it's not your day-to-day today because it was your day at one point in time Mm -hmm. you know um i really don't like when people say that um, my mom lost my sister at a year and a half, 22 years ago, and she never healed. She will never be, I don't remember who she was before that, but I don't know who she was before that. I've never known her. And for her to have never healed from that speaks to what motherhood is to you because she has two other children that she just couldn't cope with because she couldn't deal with that loss. So being a mother even if you have more children than the one that you lost, you still lost your child. And that you, it can stop right there. Your motherhood can stop right there. You, mm-hmm. won't, you don't have to come through that. I, I pray that everyone does, but sometimes we don't. Yeah, and your kids are supposed to bury you. You're not supposed to bury your kids. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people do say that. Um, I've experienced a miscarriage too. So um, part of me feels like, part of me felt like maybe God had better plans for me because the situation um, I was already kind of like one foot in, one foot out, out of that relationship. And then we already had a child. So it was kind of like maybe God didn't really want us to have another one. But then part of me also, I feel like at years le- later, meeting great men and then them wanting to have another baby and me being scared to one miscarry again. And then number two, like 
is this the right time because I'm going to be stuck with this baby forever. So, you know, I, I don't know. I just didn't want to have kids. And that actually messed with one of the relationships that I did have versus, like, I feel like now I've, I'm feeling like I'm ready to – my son is seven, and I don't want any more kids after he turns 10. Because I feel like he's already super independent, and he will be. But it's just like, I don't know. I kind of I battle with it because I'm just like, damn, did I wait too long? Did I miss my window? Should I have tried again after losing that baby? And then now that I do kind of like want another child, the situation isn't right. And I'm actually financially ready, you know what I mean, to have another baby. So mm-hmm. um, I do think about it because I'm like tired of people being in my ear. Like, girl, when are you going to hurry up and have another baby? Your child is too old. And it's just the pressure of that. That's frustrating. <laughs> I tweeted that today. Like, That's frustrating. You don't have to multiply after the first pregnancy. Like, it's okay to like or take your time. Or just mind your own pussy. Like, like, <laughs> you know, it's not that. It's, it's, it's just the. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pressure of family, like yeah. you know, and then not even that. Just like or just seeing like all of my other family members have a bunch of or more kids, and it's just like, damn, you. You the last one. You still want this one, this ancient baby? Like, damn, he ain't even that old. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know. I feel like it just has its highs and lows because I'm not going through changing diapers or starting over again. Where it's like, then on top of it, it's just like, oh, I do want more kids and a bigger family. Like, I used to want a whole Kardashian clan. <laughs> and now I kind of feel selfish that... On well, some days, I'm happy that I just have my one son, and now, and I don't know if I want to start over again mm. because he's too independent, and I'm we're doing our thing. We travel, we do whatever. I don't have to worry about holding his hand. Like he's too independent, so it's like the thought of starting over is kind of like you bet that man better be ready to stay in the house. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like I wake up feeling different every day, but I do also always think about like I wonder what how it would be to have two kids right now. I always cringe when I see like, like a young couple, like either in my family or either in church, whatever. And then like the old mothers of the church or like the older woman in the family going, y'all gonna have babies. <laughs> like, dude, can you relax? Yeah. Like, do you not try to plan their trajectory for them? Like, that's not fair. Yeah. So like motherhood, I feel like when it's the right time, it'll just be right. Yeah. So. I definitely think so. Because I've been with this, I've been dealing with the same person for a really long time and I'm like, Oh wow! Like we we didn't have any kids yet. Like kudos to us, we're doing a great job. But then part of me is just like it is, you know, getting a little late. But I, I do want to be married. I do want to be married. Yeah. So. So what do you guys think? Like, because obviously your son will have a, a stepdad, and maybe you know if somebody's dating somebody who already has a kid. You're gonna be a stepmom. You know, what I mean, you're still a parent. You're still a mom. So can you speak to the dynamic? Of having a step parent or being a step parent or something like that. I might be. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are we laughing? I was like, okay, that's really noble. Might be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. Wait, why are we laughing? They no, laughing. the way she said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. Like, okay, don't you? Like, I thought it was very noble to take on somebody else's kids. I know. I I just don't. For one, I just don't want to be like that person. Like, oh, I'm a stepmom. But, like, they have a mom and dad. So if I have to be, like, that figure, I don't mind it. But I think the title kind of is, like, oh, well, it puts, like, some type of burden on you. And I really don't want to feel that because I already have a lot of responsibility on me. But mm-hmm. I don't mind being that figure. Like, I don't know why men with kids like me. <laughs> I have no idea what what in my heart kind of speaks to them. But the person that I'm dealing with now has a baby on the way. Mm-hmm. And I started dealing with the person before we found out that there was a baby on the way. So I'm not going to dub you because of that. Like, it's nothing we can control about right. what happened before me. Um, but, like, that's very scary. Because, like, I don't think that he's, like, I don't want to say he's not taking it serious. But I don't think he understands, like, how much his world is going to change when the baby comes so I'm like in and out and that's why they laugh because they know I'm literally in and out like very temperamental typical tourist shit like in and out <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna go if you stop the communicating and being super open I'm gonna shut down all communication but mm-hmm. as long as you are open and honest like he's been since the day he found out which is the day I found out I don't mind it like mm. I feel like when you sign up for a man you sign up for whatever situation that you're in so I'm going to just rock out with the situation that this particular man is bringing to the table. And sometimes the term step before the parenting thing 
has a negative connotation sometimes because there's been so many like horror stories that we've heard mm-hmm. in society. Yeah. Um, I've heard people say bonus mom or bonus mm-hmm. dad. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I already have a dad. I already have a mom. But oh, okay, I got an extra addition. Mm-hmm. And it's more celebratory than it is like a death sentence. Like, yeah. yes, that mom. Yeah. Bonus mom. So maybe you can friends. consider that. Yeah, no, I call my best friend's parents my bonus parents. So I'd be like, it's mm-hmm. my bonus mom. It's my That's bonus dope. dad. Like, yeah. um, totally understand that. But, you know, you're going to see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> I, I couldn't be a stepdad only I know we're talking about moms but just from like my perspective right um cause I actually had a stepdad and both of my parents were very present and I knew what it was like before it was like me and my brother and sister live with my mom right and we had this dynamic now we moving in with this other guy who got three other kids mm. and now it's like alright everything's switching up now you know what I mean it's like not that my mom changed up, but obviously the whole dynamic changed. So I know what it is to be that 10-year-old kid in the house like, nah, you ain't my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. And, and I wouldn't wish that upon another kid. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of, like, if I'm going to be a good person or if he was a good person, I know what it is to be a kid in my room like, nah, fuck this dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, you do the fucking dishes. You know, like, little stuff like that that a kid is, you don't know what's going on in the kid's mind. Mine. And then in return, you taking it out on your mom when ultimately she's just trying to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then circle back, all you want is love and for your mom to be happy. But now there's this person in the house and I wouldn't want that to be me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I got love for everybody. Can I try it? Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 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 I thought you were like, yo, hold on. No, but sorry. I tell you before, that situation is different because that person was kind of overstepping their boundaries. If right. you are going to be a stepmom or be stepdad, you have to also understand, like, yes, you are in addition to their parents. So that don't mean go in here and say, hey, little niggas, <laughs> it means, hey, you heard what your mom said. I so do right, you right, do. right, I right. Agree. But you don't have type of way. No, like, not if, not if you were not listen, I'm like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just need to be, but it's a level of respect back to the healing thing. You need to be a healed and whole person before you take on somebody else's kid mm-hmm. because you will project on them, you will traumatize them, you will treat them unfairly unless you are a healed, whole person, which you should be anyway if you're marrying someone. Yeah, mm-hmm. so under the assumption that you are a responsible adult. You will make a good step parent. My dad is a stepdad. Word. My older sister looks at him as dad. That's it. That's Word. her dad. And she's 14 years older than me. So imagine she was 10 years old getting married right. into a new family, all that other stuff. And we look at her as a full sister and she looks at that as her full dad. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just a matter of who the adults are. And if you know you're being responsible, then you're good. Yeah, I want to piggyback off of what he was saying when he was like, I can't be a stepdad because I used to say that having, I used to say that I was never going to date people with kids. And I used to say that I don't want to date anybody who has a child or I probably won't take them serious because I don't want to take on anybody else's kid. I don't want to, I, I had a really bad, another reason or another thing that added on to me and my mother's relationship not being as great as it could have been was because of the guy that she married. Mm-hmm. And um, we just really didn't get along at all. So it just was like, I would never take on nobody's kids. I'm bump that. Like, I'm not going to do that. And then fast forward to meeting somebody who I fell completely in love with. And he was like, I can't settle down because you got a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, I couldn't <laughs> believe it because I'm just like, I'm going to marry him. I'm going to marry him. And hearing that just was like, damn, that might that might have been my karma in that moment. Because I swore up and down I was never going to deal with anybody with kids. Now, am I open to it? I guess it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. But I think, for me, I would want to... Um, I, will, I would definitely want to meet the mom. I would definitely mm-hmm. want to communicate with that person just to let them know, I am not here to take your place. I am not here to overstep my boundaries. I want to communicate with you so we can make this situation as best as possible. Right, right. Um, and I think that a lot of people that I do speak to that is like, I'll never be a, be a step-parent. Step it's because they've, they have had bad experiences with their step-parents, but I always try to, I guess, encourage them to be better than your step-parent was. Mm-hmm. Because what if you do find the love of your life and they got one kid or they got two kids? Three, I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you might find the love of your life and unfortunately, 
the kid could be 10 or 11. You know, they've been out of that situation. Right. And it's just like, are you going to be like your stepdad or are you going to be better than that person? And if you know you're already better than that person, it's like, don't think of it as the stigma of, oh, no. I'm straying away from all females that have kids. <laughs> so I just got to speak up for the baby mamas. Nah, I feel you. <laughs> and, and that's what, like kind of like your point. Like, I say that now. I don't know what's going to happen in a year, two years, whatever. Right. Um, so that's just the place I'm in now. Right, right. But so I guess never say never. Yep. I never. got into that situation literally with the person I talked to in like three months to our relationship. Somebody called them to tell them that they're six months pregnant. Wow. So I went into a situation with somebody that didn't have kids, and it happened. And I'm like, how am I going to adjust right. to what is new? And I'm like, all right. So, so I couldn't know. I, so oh, I know, but you know how you're mad at a situation, but yeah. not the people involved? Like, yo, ask them. That, yeah, like, something like that happened to me where yeah. we were on a break, and then he got somebody else pregnant, came back and told me, you going to stay? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I was in a group chat going, though. <laughs> He's supposed to go somewhere in two weeks. He got a baby on the way. I'm not going on this trip. My dumb ass was on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> sure was. <laughs> sure was. So, so what does that look like you for you? Because like, you could potentially be a mom now, bonus um, mom, stepmom, however you yeah. want to. Honestly, how does that look for you? Um, like I said, I signed up for the person, so I Word. signed up with whatever the person came with, and this is just the situation the person came with. Word. That's how I feel. That's well, I've dated people in the past with kids, so it's mm-hmm. never been like a issue. I've never dated anybody with a newborn. That'll be just like the. You know how to change diapers. Yeah, my little sister, <laughs> my little brother. Like I know how to do it. Would I? <laughs> that also might be the game changer, though, because the child is going to meet you. Like it's, that's what that's what that's I was all thinking. they'll know. That's my. That's mm-hmm. kind of harder when it's a transition, like a right. ten year old, like Jake. Right. Right. Exactly. It's, it's no transition if it's like, well, she's all I know. Like that's how my life's been. Exactly. You know. Yes. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Because I I have family members, or even a friend who who their boyfriend now has been in their child's life since the baby was six months old. My cousin, her her ex boyfriend was in her son's life since he was six months old, and then they had a daughter, and unfortunately he passed away. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it never was looked at. Like it was just like, oh, like my little cousin. You like, I got two dads. Mm-hmm. Like and they're it's fine. Yeah, and yeah. it's yeah. so normal. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. And he doesn't think about it like anything. And it's just kind of like, oh yeah. I mean, this is just what it comes with. I often think about Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade mm. about how their family is like not the normal model but they make it work. They make it healthy. Like, you don't hear scandals about it. Like, I read her book, um, what is it called? Like, I Need More Wine wine or something like that. I read it, and it's just like, hearing her journey and how she had so many miscarriages, and look, she went to have the kid not the traditional way, and then she's taking on his kids, and she's seen as a bonus mom to them, and it's like, Mm -hmm. it's possible if you do what you need to do. I commend her, or women like her, or even Mm -hmm. Taryn, just to be Mm -hmm. open-hearted. Because there are so many women out here who be like, yeah, I don't mind dating a guy with a kid and then turn around and be jealous of the kid. Mm-hmm. Or or, or men being situation. jealous of their girlfriend's kids or even their own kids because, oh, she took her focus off of me. Mm-hmm. I can't stand stuff like that. And I've mm-hmm. seen it one too many times where men are legit jealous of their own kids Word. because their mom is nurturing them now and you're not number one. Mm-hmm. But that's a different conversation because I just feel like... <laughs> We needed to hear it, though. <laughs> Between parents, yeah. you know, with people saying, my child comes first, your child does come first. However, if we are in a relationship or if we are parents, we come first. Because right. our, our, our foundation, our union comes first. Because if we're not right, the kid isn't right. Mm. So it's like, unfortunately, like, that is, like, the saying and stuff like that. But that's not really, like, the way it should go. Word. Oh, don't set off a bomb. <laughs> I agree with that, but if you you ever seen those um those memes on social media like somebody that? called you the the mom the baby mom oh, the, the 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 sister and the grandmother sister and the baby yeah. and it's like who are you picking up for and all um, the men be like my mom and I'm like I'm sorry out of all them choices you chose your mom right. Sleep by yourself. Yeah, go, right. Go get in the pregnant face. Actually, have her pay the bills. Right. Have her pay the bills. Have her cook for you. Yeah. Have her clean. Have her she rub your back at night. Right. Have her have sex. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then you got the men with the weird fetishes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So. so, can y'all speak to, because I'm a firm believer in, like, a work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Work hard, play hard. So, I think it's the same thing when you're a parent. You know what I mean? You got to have mommy time. 
you also got to have kid time. Mm-hmm. So can y'all speak to like maybe what a, a healthy work life balance or mom life balance? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Would look like either from a parent's or a kid's perspective. Because sometimes kids get tired of their parents too. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely positive. <laughs> <laughs> so so what what would that balance look like? Um, for me, there isn't a balance in our lives because I am an entrepreneur and I run a, a salon full time. Mm-hmm. Plug so. your shit. Plug your shit. Go ahead. Plug it. Plug it. <laughs> Empress Beauty Spa. <laughs> so all right. Um. Yeah, so it's not really, like, obviously, like, the ideal. We don't have the mom and the dad in the household. Right. I'm not home every night cooking. But I do make it a thing to, I'm, I got to be home on Sunday to cook. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. We do, we probably might order out a few nights out of the week. Or I'll try to, like, order meal prep. And then we're eating that to, just to stay, like, healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, we do play, because I work so hard, we do play hard, too. Which is why we go... My son is in school all year round except for the month of June. Okay. So that's why I make it a thing to go to the West Coast for two to three weeks. Right. In June, because it's like we need to go on a month. On top of that, both of our birthdays are two days apart, so we just mm-hmm. gonna go on vacation for our birthdays too. Right. And then um, I like to take trips, a few trips throughout the year, and I like to do a bunch of stuff with my son. And he's he's the same sign as me, so mm-hmm. I feel like that's why we mesh so well. Right. So I don't have. The ideal work-life balance is pretty much he's okay with what it is now because the great thing about it is he can come to work with me. Mm. He'll just be in his own little room on his laptop or on his iPad, anything he needs. Mom, can you order this for me? All right, cool. As long as he's doing well. So it's kind of like it works out. Like as long as he's with me, he's under my wing, like he's fine. Word. That's wonderful. My mom is very like involved. So sometimes I'll be like, I got it. Like she'd be like, Oh, I want to go on a trip, but what am I do with your brother and sister? I'm like, go. Like, mm-hmm. I'm that person for her so that she can get that balance, especially now. Like, everybody's working from home. We are on top of each other. Man. Yeah. Preach. That's homeschool. That's work. And it's, like, very overwhelming. So, like, her anniversary, please leave. Like, me and my me and all my older brothers got her hotel room. Please go. Like, just trying to separate for her because she doesn't know. She, ha- she was a mom at 17. My mom's 50, so she doesn't know anything except mm. for being a mom. So now that we're in positions to kind of, like, separate, we let her separate as much right. as possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my biggest fear as far as, like, the corona thing. Because I'm like, what if I catch corona from anything mm-hmm. and I got to be separated from my son? Like, I've never been separated from my son. I started getting mad anxiety. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything? <laughs> I spaced out. <laughs> you, you all good. Nah, you all good. <laughs> I, I just want to uh, skip over you. Um, but, I mean, we've been chopping up for almost an hour now. I don't know if there's anything else you got. Are there any other pieces that you guys Anything like want to hit on before we give y'all your 15 seconds of fame and wrap up? I just want to tell people, as men, stop telling us that you're babysitting your kids. Because there's no such thing... <laughs> Oh my god! Babysitting. <laughs> Thank you. There is no such thing. I hate when people say oh, that. Oh, I'm, ba- oh I'm, a, I'm gonna hit you later. I'm babysitting my. Oh, okay. Blocks. <laughs> I have my daughter. I have my son. Right. Yeah. Or the men that baby that be like, man, I had him all weekend. No fool. I no sis. I had him all weekend. He was out. <laughs> I was babysitting your son. I've been there. Don't do it, ladies. Yes. Don't do it. Word. That's all I have to say on that piece. A <laughs> <laughs> body um, is over it. She 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 ready to yeah. I, I'd like to know if um you have any advice to mothers. Word. Um, as far as just being a mom or becoming a mom. Any any random advice? Um, three sentence thing. What you gonna tell me if my man get me pregnant? Make sure you know him inside and out. Make sure you understand mm. his family dynamic, his family background, because. Thank God I ended up with the family that I did. And the people. <laughs> I would say diabetes too. No, seriously. I'm paying attention to the teacher. I would say that, yeah. No, I would. No, I'm paying attention to the teacher. Family dynamic. Because some men come from ancient families. And then when you actually do meet the family and you're stuck there, you're like, wow. It's not even you. It's the fucking mom and the grandma. And it's, this is, this has been going on for years. This is has nothing to do with you. It's not even your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. 
Number two, definitely, I would say do your research on their health, background on health. You don't never know. You got a fit man, but then he come from a family of heavy hitters. So you got to be careful of that. Um, and just make sure you and your partner know each other. Seriously. Right. Some people be like, oh, I love him, but you haven't, have y'all really went through it? You know, through the thick of it? Are y'all really in the thick of it? Like, have y'all really, like, no, nah, we've been through some real shit together. Until he, you know, is there for you when your lights get cut off and sleep with you on the floor, don't have no baby for him's sex. Matt, so write down, get a urine sample. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, oh, yeah, no, seriously. Um, some people don't understand why, like, I know a couple who has um, two kids who have, like, chromosomal issues. Two kids. And then they lost two kids. Wow. Why is that? You guys should probably figure out if you guys are related somehow or y'all just don't match. Seriously. No, seriously. And there's some people whose DNA, when combined, they, they create multiples. Yes. That's how you have people that have just triplets out of nowhere. Ain't no triplets in their family. It's you two. Like, it's mm-hmm. stuff. I'm so serious. Like, I know this girl that had twins and her doctor said, literally, if you guys have babies again, it might be more. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, because I know somebody who had twin, who had two sets of twins by the same guy. Mm-hmm. She never had any. She had two, only two pregnancies, and both pregnancies a boy and a girl twins. Mm-hmm. And wow. she was like, "I'm done." She tired her twos after that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you just gotta know your. I would say know your partner in and out, like truthfully. Mm. Just because even people who be having kids with people that they never lived with, and then they move in after the baby is born, they're like, "I hate this nigga." Like, well, you never really knew him. Mm. That's one thing I want to do. I definitely want to enjoy my partner. Like, whenever I have kids, I want to be like, yeah, like, my parents really fucked with each other. They was on trips. Right. They was overseas. (laughs) I want my kids to come pick me and my husband up. Like, man, my parents at the bar, brother. I got a girl. I'm going to call you back. I got to go get them. We in the backseat. Like, gay. (laughs) We drunk this tonight. We made you. Okay. (laughs) Like, literally. So that's why I'm trying to enjoy life right now, honestly. I'm going to go on as many trips as possible. I'm going to tell my daughter you was made in Jamaica. My other son, you was made in Brazil. Like, that's really how I'm, I'm planning it out. I plan to get pregnant while I'm on these trips. So. Hey, that's wrong, <laughs> man. I ain't mad about it. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Jesus. Bless me. Man, so yeah, normally we just wrap up 15 seconds. You could talk your shit. Don't got to be about Mother's Day. It could be whatever. Go ahead. Talk got your shit, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. She uh, back in the game. Then... <laughs> be breaking people's shit. <laughs> like so, like that. Like this and like that. Hey, there you go. Don't, don't be breaking people's shit. Y'all heard it here first. Heard it. Um, well, thank you guys for having us. Nah, I no, appreciate that. Where can we find our podcast? Um, <laughs> well, Wait, my bad. Because so we, well, we, no, we talked about no, we talked about it in the we've beginning. We've been having some issues. Okay, Apple Podcasts. No, this shit goes to y'all <laughs> because of some real shit. We were perfectly fine. Word. Something happened. We were having like a glitch when we started using Anchor. So really? then I email Anchor and I let them know like, hey, we're having some issues or whatever. They accidentally deleted the podcast, Ooh. but then they reinstated it. Once they reinstated it, for some reason, never connected back with Apple and then Apple just deleted. So I've been, I kept putting in the, um, y'all don't know about this, but RSS feed in Apple. Uh-huh. And for some reason it keeps saying like, oh, processing. You know how it takes right, right. a day or so? It just won't, they won't, they haven't emailed me back yet. So we're still trying to work out the kinks. So my apologies. Oh, no. Nah, because we couldn't figure it out either. We're like, no, it definitely works. But the crazy part about it is I could pull up on Apple Podcasts. We subscribed prior to mm-hmm. it being deleted and pulled. Yeah. Because I tried to send it to somebody in the DMV yesterday. Even I have the podcast link on my website. And they're like, I cannot see anything. But if I do it from my iPad, my phone, any of my devices, it Yeah. I can pull up the podcast right now and listen to it. And right, all the episodes right. are there, even the new ones. Right. So it's weird. Something's not. Connecting, Connecting, but give us give us a week. Well, plug in y'all on IG. Um, no boys allowed pod on Instagram. Right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so like that. Yeah. Um, word. Um, first of all, I just I'm gonna let you close this out. Right. But um, I want to thank y'all three for coming on, blessing our podcast, and I want to thank Sarai because she brought y'all to my attention. Um, and Sarai been on a couple episodes. Rye, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, for some <laughs> my fault. Uh, she she been on a couple episodes, and then I felt it was 
the perfect like chemistry to bring her on. Like you guys were saying, build the team. Um, and she's brought a couple episodes to me that I would have never thought of. And this was a, a raw, genuine, real conversation. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to thank all four of y'all. And to all the mothers out there, I hope you guys had um, a great Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And for me, I appreciate all the sacrifice for my mother, the women in my family, and all my friends, coaches, friends, moms, um, anybody that's a mother or a mother role. I appreciate y'all. Um, Sarai, bring it home. Well, check out our next episode. It's the cook-off between Ali Slay and Uncle Drew. Thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs> she-